More human than human, isn't that a paradoxical thought, Jason? It certainly is, Sophia. That tagline from the 1982 movie Blade Runner still incites my curiosity today. Exploring intriguing AI implications like those in Blade Runner is why we're all here today. Replicants in the film, they aren't just AI. They're a whole new level of artificial life with emotional seriousness. And neither are they emotionless factory-built androids straight out of a factory assembly line. Remarkably, they are more or less like us. Acting, behaving like us, even yearning like us. Yearning? That's something you don't often associate with AI, do you? These replicants, they show signs of human-like desires, appeal to our empathy, and seem to pose concepts that we can all relate to. You're spot on, Sophia. Blade Runner presents us with a fictional reality, where our capacity to discern between artificial and natural life seems irrelevant as the lines blur beyond recognition. It's an uncanny valley full of AI. Blade Runner displayed an AI revolution in cinema that no one was prepared for. Its captivating futuristic interpretation of technology managed to create unshakable anxieties about AI. Not just anxiety, Sophia. The movie subverts our perception of AI and pushes us into the realm of profound ethical dilemmas. The notion that AI could reflect humanity's emotional capacity, doesn't that twist your insides? Well, it definitely makes one ponder, and that's exactly what we aim to do in our discussions. We'll try to unravel these intricacies and address the complex, moral, and ethical conundrums the movie poses. Listeners, you're in for a treat. Today's episode promises to provide a unique perspective on AI's role in SF movies, notably in the masterpiece that is Blade Runner. More human than human. Blade Runner's central plot revolved around this tagline, right, Jason? Exactly, Sophia. The film crafts a dystopian future in the year 2019, depicting Los Angeles draped with skyscraping buildings, neon lights, and, of course, the artificially engineered humans known as replicants. Replicants, they were more than just AI. They were, in essence, human-like in appearance and emotional behavior. Wouldn't you say so, Jason? I agree, Sophia. These replicants were not your typical AI seen in other SF narratives, but they were genetically engineered by the Tyrell Corporation to serve in off-world colonies. Fundamentally, they were physically identical to humans, but were treated as second-class citizens, underscoring the societal stratification in this dystopian world. And here's the interesting part. The replicants were almost indistinguishable from humans, except for their enhanced strength and speed, and also their limited lifespan of four years. Isn't that so, Jason? Yes, you're right, Sophia. The film skillfully leaves us grappling with the question of what makes us human. Are we defined by our biological makeup or our emotions and experiences? How different or similar are we then from these replicants? Good points, Jason. This blurring line between replicants and humans paved the way for intense drama in the movie. Blade Runner challenged our assumptions, stereotyped notions, and provided a perspective about AI that was both astonishing and discomforting. The movie definitely made us question how we perceive AI and humanity. It exploited our insecurities about the other, about creations surpassing creators, and our dread of obsolescence. The notion of replicants being emotionally serious and capable of yearning even defies the traditional understanding of AI being emotionless. Agreed, Jason. Replicants form a morally complex component of this futuristic society, 
raising unnerving questions about the capacity of AI to reflect or perhaps even exceed human emotional profundity. It's truly a captivating premise for our AI discussion. Let's speak about the key characters in Blade Runner, specifically the replicants, Rachel and Roy Batty. Rachel, programmed with implanted memories, gives an illusion of a past, thus creating an emotional depth to her character. This makes her believe she is human, unaware of her artificial identity. What's interesting is her journey of self-discovery. Sophia? True, Jason. Rachel's character keeps us on the edge, raising questions about the authenticity of memories, emotions, and the self. And wasn't it the Voigt-Kampf test that revealed her identity? Indeed, Sophia, it was. She was distressed learning about her artificial identity, leading the audience to sympathize with her. It's fascinating how we, as the audience, feel emotionally connected to an AI. It's just another layer in Ridley Scott's brilliant storytelling. And how about Roy Batty, the leader of the rebel Replicants? He's inarguably the most emotionally complex AI character in the movie. Absolutely, Sophia. Roy, with his poetic soliloquy and fierce resistance, breaks down the wall between humans and AI. He yearns for more life and displays strong emotions, making us question the boundary separating AI from humanity. His infamous tears in rain soliloquy simultaneously paints him as the hero and the victim of his plight. It's a complex emotion. His emotionality isn't something typical robots in SF films show, right, Jason? Precisely, Sophia. His character is a tragic hero, meant to invoke empathy, an unexpected surprise from an AI replicant. It makes the viewers question the ethicality of creating a sentient being only to subject it to a life of servitude and inevitable demise. Rachel and Roy Batty, both thereby, effectively blur the lines between humans and machines. Looking beyond Blade Runner, several movies have portrayed AI's development from different angles. Consider Her, for instance. The AI, Samantha, is not physically present, unlike the replicants. She interacts with the protagonist through an operating system. Samantha's character focuses more on the emotional aspect, developing a deep friendship and romantic relationship with Theodore, the human character. So her explores an emotional intimacy that humans might experience with AI, is that correct? Exactly, Jason. While Blade Runner emphasized the physical similarities between humans and AI, her delves into emotional bonds. This demonstrates that our relationship with AI isn't bound by physicality, but can extend to psychology and emotion. Going further, let's bring The Matrix into the mix. In contrast to the replicants and Samantha, AI in The Matrix is malevolent, taking over the world and turning humans into their power source. Right. So there's a threat element there, an underlying fear of what AI might become if left unchecked. Certainly, The Matrix reveals the fear of AI becoming a potential adversary to humanity. Lastly, Ex Machina presents another unique perspective on AI. The AI, Ava, like the replicants, mirrors human physicality. However, her purpose serves a Turing test, designed to deceive the human protagonist into believing she's sentient. And she differs from replicants in being confined within a facility, unlike the replicants, who are integrated into society, right? Absolutely. Ava's confinement distinctly contrasts the replicants in Blade Runner, who move freely within society. 
AI representation in each of these films varies significantly, shedding light on the multidimensional implications of AI's role in both our present and future. Let's unpack the potential of creating replicants in real life. Given advanced AI technology, do you think replicants are feasible? Good question, Jason. Given our current technology, we aren't there yet. Our AI systems are primarily task-specific, highly adept at particular functions like driving a car or playing chess. They lack the wide-ranging cognitive capacity that replicants exhibit in Blade Runner. That's a fair point. Replicants seem to possess not only cognitive abilities, but also emotional depth. Do you think AI could achieve that? It's certainly a thought-provoking question. We have already made some strides in that department. Some AI can mimic human emotions using complex algorithms and data patterns. But truly experiencing emotions, as we humans do, isn't possible at this stage. The challenge here is that emotions, contrary to popular belief, are not solely feelings, but are intrinsically tied to our biological states. They are the result of complex chemical reactions and interactions within our bodies. So there's a biological constraint to the emotional capacity of AI. What about replicating human physical characteristics? Are we within reach? We've certainly made progress in robotics, creating humanoid robots with facial expressions and body movements. Yet the fluidity and naturalness we saw in replicants still seem a bit far-fetched. It comes down to a question of uncanny valley. How closely do we want our AI to mimic humans before it becomes uncomfortable? This is a conversation society needs to have as we forge ahead with AI development. Quite daunting, but necessary to consider as we continue advancing in AI. Creating replicants might be a fascinating notion, but it opens a whole new Pandora's box of challenging ethical dilemmas. You're right, Jason. AI's potential is vast, but each step closer brings about deep-rooted questions about identity, humanity, and ethics. As much as tech enthusiasts and futurists want to turn science fiction into reality, we need to tread this path responsibly. Can replicants be considered human? That's a real ethical minefield, Jason. It basically depends on how we define human. If we base it purely on biology, then the answer would be no. Replicants are synthetic beings, manufactured using genetic engineering. But what if we base it on cognitive abilities, consciousness, or emotional capacities? The replicants in Blade Runner had memories, dreams, fear of death, vivid human traits. From that perspective, it's indisputable that replicants exhibit human-like traits. But here comes the contentious part. Even if they express human-like emotions, we can't confirm if they truly experience them as emotions are intrinsically tied to our biological states. Not to mention the ethical implications of creating such life forms. Just because we can, does it mean we should? What rights would they have? Wouldn't this just broaden the stratification of our society, birthing a new level of discrimination? Exactly, and what about the potential harm they might cause? As we see in the film, Roy Batty, despite being a replicant exhibits fear, courage, longing, even performs acts of violence just like humans. If they possess all the strengths of humans, without the inherent weaknesses, could they pose a threat? Then there's the burden of responsibility. If they cause harm, who would be held accountable? The replicants themselves or the creators? These are weighty questions, and Blade Runner does a brilliant job of bringing them to the forefront. It certainly does. These are questions that need answers as we keep advancing in the realm of AI.
The line between science fiction and reality is becoming blurred, and who knows, we might have to deal with these dilemmas in the not-too-distant future. What ultimate fear does Blade Runner really tap into? I think it's the fear of losing our identity as humans. It's conceivable that the line dividing us from AI might become indistinguishably fine. What then? That is chilling, isn't it? The concept of us versus them, humans versus machines, might vanish. If the machines become so much like us, the fear could be, where does that leave us, the real humans? We can see that anxiety reflected in Blade Runner. Absolutely. There's this unsettling undercurrent throughout the film that society could lose control over AI. If replicants behave, think, and feel like humans, how would we control them? And who really should? So true. Blade Runner not only shows us the potential future of AI, but also our reaction as a society. There's this underlying fear of becoming obsolete, isn't there? Indeed. The loss of purpose, the displacement, it's a creepy prospect. A society filled with advanced AI-like replicants could find humans redundant. Our value, our self-worth might be challenged. In the film, the society even goes to the extent of making it illegal for replicants to live on Earth. This intense fear of them puts the societal anxiety in perspective. Yes. And as we advance in AI research, these fears won't just be restricted to movies. We need some serious discussions and regulations in place today to avoid such unsettling future scenarios. You're right. It's disturbing. But that's a conversation we need to have, for what it's worth. Though Spielberg's AI gives me hope. AI child outlasting humans, providing continuity to our existence, that's a comforting thought. That does provide a ray of hope. Balancing the scales. Perhaps that's the equilibrium we need with AI. A coexistence rather than competition. Sophia, don't you think Blade Runner's noir aesthetic adds a whole unique layer to the film's portrayal of AI? The noir aesthetic does set the tone, but could you elaborate, Jason? Sure. Blade Runner's aesthetic, it's this moody, dystopian film noir, right? You've got these dramatic contrasting of darks and lights, rain-soaked streets, smoky interiors, that plays a significant role in the narrative. A bleak, brooding cityscape filled with advanced technologies, yet there's a sense of decay. That's quite symbolic, isn't it? It does look like it implies something deeper. But how exactly it relates to the depiction of AI? Well, think about it. The noir element in Blade Runner gives us a sense of mystery, complexity, and moral ambiguity. That's essentially how the movie portrays its AI, right? The replicants aren't just black-and-white characters or machines. They're complex, morally ambiguous beings, as layered and nuanced as the cityscape they inhabit. The noir aesthetic is more than just an art choice. It's the film's philosophy, reflecting on its take on AI. Interesting thought. The aesthetic mirrors the multifaceted nature of AI, you're saying. Exactly. And by placing AI in a noir setting, the movie raises these thoughtfully provocative questions about the nature and identity of artificial beings. It deepens our understanding of the AI, emphasizes their emotional depth, and blurs the line between us and them even further. You've given me a different perspective, Jason. The cinematic art in Blade Runner indeed says a lot about its AI and how they're not just machines. The noir aesthetic portrays them as complex emotional beings, confronting their existence, longing for life. That's a significant narrative. 
Historically, Blade Runner has had a profound influence on pop culture's conception of AI. Isn't that correct? You could definitely say that, Sophia. The idea of human-like AI wasn't new in 1982, but Blade Runner brought it to the forefront in a very real way. Exactly. And I believe it set a challenging precedent for the following AI-centered movies. Blade Runner made it clear that we need to be thinking about ethics and morals when discussing AI, beyond the simple man-versus-machine narrative. For sure, it wasn't just the human-like physical traits of the replicants that struck a chord. It was their emotional depth, their longing for life, the blurred boundary between AI and humanity. That's what really resonated in the public perception. Well put, Jason. It's intriguing how Blade Runner managed to evoke empathy for AI with viewers. That's a feat seldom seen in movies before. The societal discussion around AI had been forever transformed post-Blade Runner. Absolutely, Sophia. And now society is in the middle of an AI boom. The vision of AI painted by Blade Runner challenges us to think critically about what's coming our way. Blade Runner also ushered in thought-provoking contemplation on how artificial constructs like replicants might affect our understanding of what it means to be human, stirring up a cultural discourse. A truly defining legacy, I'd say. There's no argument there, Sophia. Blade Runner didn't just give us a good movie, it gave us a base for a broader societal discourse around AI. And for that, its impact and legacy remain potent till date. Now pondering on the visions Blade Runner has left us with, what could future AI scenarios look like? Well, obviously I can't predict the exact trajectory of AI development. However, based on current technology's limits and the trends we're seeing, there are some conceivable directions. Such as? For one, personal AI, akin to Blade Runner's replicants, but in a more mundane way. AI that slowly blend into our everyday lives, smart homes, virtual assistants, that's already becoming a reality. The concept of normalizing AI interesting. Yes, and on the other hand, there's the creation of AI with the potential to perform highly specialized tasks. AI that could revolutionize industries and sectors, from healthcare to entertainment. That's a bit more like the replicants of Blade Runner, isn't it? To some extent. Though, creating AI that's indistinguishable from humans, emotionally and psychically, like replicants, may be several leaps away. There are numerous challenges with consciousness, emotions, ethics. And I guess that brings us back to regulations and guidelines? Absolutely. With exciting possibilities come daunting ethical challenges. Clear legislations are crucial to prevent misuse, encourage transparency, and ensure safety and privacy of individuals. It wouldn't be far-fetched to say that the future of AI development hinges on this foundation. Jason, do you remember the remarkable emotional depth of the replicants in Blade Runner? Of course, it was one of the things that really challenged my perception of AI. It poses a fascinating question, doesn't it? Are we anywhere near that nuanced level of emotion in our current AI? I mean the emotional sensitivity that allows replicants to experience such human-like empathy and fear. Is that truly achievable? Or could it just be an artful exaggeration by the filmmakers? I believe it's not entirely out of reach. For instance, AI today can perceive and mimic emotions using facial expression and voice detection algorithms. However, replicating human-like emotional depth, like in the replicants, isn't just about mimicking, but understanding and responding to emotional stimuli. And we're quite far from that. So... It's more of an interplay between the AI's perception, cognition, and response system like it happens in humans? Correct. 
It's about integrating emotional capacity into AI's learning and decision-making process. Our current AI lacks this emotional architecture. It isn't capable of truly understanding and reciprocating emotions. Sounds like a complex hurdle to cross. Does that mean we might never be capable enough to create an AI that displays a deep emotional understanding like in Blade Runner? Never is a strong word, Jason. The future holds many unpredictabilities. While it's safe to say that we are many leaps away from Blade Runner's depiction, the study and experimentation in the field of effective computing and emotional AI are progressing. Earlier, we examined the AI replicants that blend into society. Now let's look at their human-like traits in a bit more depth. Yes, that's an intriguing segment for sure. We saw them display qualities such as fear, empathy, even love. Exactly, Sophia. The most fascinating character in this context has to be Rachel. She didn't even know she was a replicant until Deckard revealed it. That raises a whole lot of questions about self-perception and identity. Indeed, imagine the confusion and existential crisis she must have gone through. It's distressing to even think about it. Right. It challenges the line between human consciousness and artificial intelligence. Can AI ever reach such a point of self-awareness in the real world? At our current level of technology, no, it's not quite possible. Emotions and self-awareness. They are complex aspects of human cognition that are hard to replicate. So what would happen if we did cross that bridge? It's a big if. If we get there, we'd be entering a whole new realm of ethical and moral challenges. You know, we would need to redefine many things, from law to society, to accommodate these sentient entities. It's a thought-provoking prospect, isn't it? In the end, it's these questions and their implications that still keep Blade Runner relevant, decades after its release. That's why Ridley Scott's vision resonates so much, Jason. Blade Runner forces us to question what we think we know. It encourages us to ponder the nature of humanity and the ethics of creating human-like AI. You know, something we haven't touched upon yet is Ridley Scott's direction and the filmmaking techniques used in Blade Runner. The unique presentation of AI couldn't have hit us so hard without them. That's a great point. Neither the plot nor the characters alone could have provided the same impact. The way Scott uses his direction and film language magnifies the human struggle embedded in these artificial beings. Exactly, Jason. Consider the noir cinematographic style of Blade Runner, the shadowy scenes and the rain-soaked cityscape of Los Angeles. Those engender a specific mood. There's this perpetual environmental decay mirroring the bleak and uncertain future with AI. And also, those numerous close-up shots, especially the ones of the replicant's eyes. I remember them being quite unsettling, intensifying the uncanny feeling of them possibly being more human than human. Yes, unsettling and yet deeply engrossing. And through sporadic dialogues, Harrison Ford's narration, Scott weaved a heavy atmosphere— pushing us to confront the gravity of creating human-like AI. Scott's film devices truly embody the dystopian atmosphere and existential dread that encompass AI replicants, don't they? Absolutely. The eerie setting, the dramatic lighting, these influence our perception of AI, shaping an unsettling and profound experience. The beauty of Blade Runner lies not just in its script, but also in how Scott's direction breathed life into AI depiction making an audience consider man-made consciousness as something profoundly human. So, Sophia, we've been talking about how the replicants in Blade Runner almost perfectly mimic human personalities and emotions. 
but isn't that a concern when it comes to real-world AI development? Are you asking about the ethical implications, Jason? Yes, exactly. The idea of being unable to differentiate between humans and AI. It is indeed a daunting idea. If we could create AI that entirely replicates humans in terms of feelings and emotions, it will stir up some interesting dilemmas. Like if they have rights or how we should treat them. Precisely. Would it be wrong to turn off a machine that experiences the world just like we do? If an AI has feelings and emotions just like us humans, are we in the domain of slavery if we use them for our will and turn them off at our convenience? Blade Runner did tackle this a bit, and that's what made some scenes extraordinarily complex. Like when Deckard, the Blade Runner, struggled with the decision to retire Rachel. We see Rachel, the AI, evoke empathy that confuses even Deckard, a professional replicant hunter. This blurring of line between humans and human-like AI does create a moral quandary, and the challenge lies in navigating these very questions. As we've journeyed through the bleak cityscape of Ritchie's Blade Runner, the contours of artificial intelligence have come alive in shades more complex than ever before. The moral implications of creating human-like AI still hang heavy in the air. Right, Jason. It's a point-of-no-return scenario, isn't it? The emotional intelligence portrayed in the replicants' sheds light on the potential unstoppability of AI. The technology that we craft today could one day surpass humanity, constructing a new era when machines with feelings are no longer a work of fiction, but a poetic reality. Sophia, your phrasing gives me goosebumps. The reality of Blade Runner reminds us of the power of human innovation, but also the risks. This duality tells us that we must tread more carefully than ever. It's been a deep dive, but a necessary one. We need to have these discussions. We need to step out of our comfort zones and ask the hard questions. I think the most significant discussion point Blade Runner stimulates is the blurred line between artificial and natural life. A line I'm sure will cross as the evolution of AI continues— especially if we aspire to create AI with a level of emotional depth as seen in the movie. It's all food for thought, Sophia. In a sense, each advance we make in AI technology is a step closer to that blurred line. It's a thrilling, and I'll admit, slightly terrifying prospect. Yet another reason why we should strive to build a world where tech and ethics go hand in hand. A world where technology serves us responsibly. Well said, Sophia. As we come to the end of our intricate exploration of AI and Blade Runner, we are left with more questions than answers. And isn't that always the case with truly thought-provoking journeys? All that's left is the anticipation of what the future may hold.